0: Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. You know, I've spoken of her influence before on this podcast, but sometimes, such as at the beginning of a new year, a poet and poem is called for, Mary Oliver, in a minute. Let me take the opportunity to welcome you from all over the world and to say how gratified we are here at this podcast, to be informed that we are now in the top 5% of all podcasts worldwide. How is that possible? Because so many of you listen, so many of you share the stories and pass on the link to this podcast. Wherever you listen to it, wherever you find it, I appreciate so much you telling friends and family and others in your walk of life about this podcast and about how we seek to bring a little bit of reframing to life in order to find the goodness there and we do it every week a new podcast every Monday morning and uh, we've been doing it now well over a year I'm so thankful you're here back to Mary Oliver who was born in 1935 and she Grew up in a small town in Ohio, and as a teenager, she actually went to visit the home of Edna St. Vincent Millay, and she lived there briefly with the poet's sister and helped her sort through um, Edna St. Vincent Millay's papers that the poet had left behind. One thing she knew early on was to quote her: "I don't like buildings." she once said she said quote the only record i ever broke in school was truancy i went to the woods a lot with books had whitman in the knapsack but i also liked motion so i just began with these little notebooks and scribbled things as they came to me and then worked them into poems later in her later years she spoke rather openly of profound abuse she suffered as a child. She would go on to a writing career which included the Pulitzer Prize and the National Book Award among her many, many honors. Oliver was best known for her awe-filled, often hopeful reflections on and observations of nature, The Harvard Review once said, Mary Oliver's poetry is an excellent antidote for the excesses of civilization, for too much flurry and inattention in the Baroque conventions of our social and professional lives. She is a poet of wisdom and generosity, they said, whose vision allows us to look intimately at a world not of our making. Oliver lived for over 40 years in Provincetown, Massachusetts with her partner Molly Malone Cook, a photographer and gallery owner, and she died of cancer at the age of 83, three years ago this month. As we enter 2022 and move through this month of January and the commemoration of her death three years ago, I am moved to share this poem with you that you may have heard a couple lines from before, but we can do with being reminded of what it has to teach us about how to live our lives, how to approach the world around us. Have you ever tried to enter the long black branches of other lives? Tried to imagine what the crisp fringes full of honey hanging from the branches of the young locust trees in early morning feel like? Do you think that this world was only an entertainment for you? Never to enter the sea and notice how the water divides with perfect courtesy to let you in. Never to lie down on the grass as though you were the grass. Never to leap to the air as you open your wings over the dark acorn of your heart. No wonder we hear in your mournful voice the complaint that something is missing from your life. Who can open the door who does not reach for the latch? Who can travel the miles who does not put one foot in front of the other, all attentive to what presents itself continually? Who will behold the inner chamber who has not observed with admiration, even with rapture, the outer stone? Well, there is time left. Fields everywhere Invite you into them. And who will care? Who will chide you if you wander away from wherever you are to look for your soul? Quickly then, get up, put on your coat, leave your desk to put one's foot into the door of the grass, which is the mystery, which is death as well as life, and not be afraid, to set one's foot in the door of death and be overcome with amazement, to sit down in front of the weeds and imagine God, the ten-fingered, sailing out of his house of straw, nodding this way and that way to the flowers of the present hour, to the song falling out of the mockingbird's pink mouth to the tippets of the honeysuckle that have opened in the night, to sit down like a, a weed among weeds and rustle in the wind. Listen, are you breathing just a little and calling it a life? While the soul, after all, is only a window, and the opening of the window no more difficult than the wakening from a little sleep. Only last week I went out among the thorns and said to the wild roses, deny me not, but suffer my devotion. Then all afternoon I sat among them. Maybe I even heard a curl or toe of music damp and rouge red hurrying from their stubby buds, from their delicate watery bodies. For how long will you continue to listen to those dark shouters, caution and prudence? Fall in, fall in. A woman standing in the weeds, a small boat flounders in the deep waves, and what's coming next is coming with its own heave and grace. Meanwhile, once in a while, I have chanced among the quick things upon the immutable. What more could one ask? And I would touch the faces of the daisies, and I would bow down to think about it. That was then which hasn't ended yet. Now the sun begins to swing down under the peach light. I cross the fields and the dunes. I follow the ocean's edge. I climb. I backtrack. I float. I ramble my way home. That was Mary Oliver's. Have you tried to enter the long black branches of other lives. Of course, her famous line there, her famous line, Listen, are you breathing just a little and calling it a life? Are you? Am I? She writes this poem to remind each and every one of us There is time in front of us to drink deeply from the nature that surrounds us. So I leave you this week with wishes that in the coming week, you will pay attention and heed not only this poem and consider the question, of whether or not you are living a, among the weeds and among the joys of nature and yet not feeling the grass. Are we breathing just a little and calling it a life? We could breathe so much more deeply. I leave you then with her instructions for living a life. Pay attention. Be astonished. Tell about it. Here's to the breathing more deeply. Here's to the telling about it. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.